great afternoon. You are in the fast lane with Sarah Jane and my guest again, Ryan Klein, because last year was the first time Ryan popped on the podcast because we were talking about the hot Christmas mess because moms do a lot over Christmas that I don't think dads realize. But this year, Ryan does a lot of the shopping, actually, but not a lot of like the little things, like the extra little things. And in respect from last year, I don't talk about those little things on here because I don't want to ruin anyone's Christmas magic. So a lot of people are surprised at how much of the shopping and stuff that you do, which I really do appreciate. So thanks for doing all that. Yeah, I don't mind shopping. I like being, uh, I like being in control of that. Yes. And it seems like if I am the one to buy it, then it's called cheesy or corny or a waste of money. So it's really just better to let you do it. I just prefer quality over quantity. That's all. Mm -hmm. But sometimes kids, maybe like when we're talking about like stockings and stuff, maybe it's like quality is some, I mean, quantity is sometimes cool. Well, yeah. I mean, you buy the stuff for the stockings usually, but I'll get the main gifts. Right. So I appreciate that. Uh, One of my favorite things about Christmas is the Elf Project. Do you want to explain the Elf Project or do you want me to? You can explain the Elf Project. Great, because I love it and you necessarily don't. So there's a local church in town that they ask people for donations and they basically have a really large rummer sale in the basement of the church. I don't think I've ever been in the basement of the church, but every item they have is $5 or less. So you bring your child in you get a number. Usually there is a line out the door. So we were fortunate to not have that this year, but we'll get to that. And they get a list. So they write down everyone they want to buy for, and then they get the stickers or the gift tags that they can put. So they write those out. A little elf takes them down shopping. They do their shopping. They come back up, they wrap it, and we leave with a bag full of gifts. I love this process. Ryan does not love it so much. And I love it because when they buy you something, it is, they think about it so hard. So when they're shopping and they find it and then you open it and they are so dang excited for you to open it. Like they want to, they basically want you to open it by the time they get to the truck, right? So you open it on Christmas and you're going to get an explanation. So I got a necklace with the letter T on it one time because they know how much I like jewelry. One year crew got me heart-shaped flag earrings because he, as he said to me, mom, I know how much you love America. I like, I literally can't stand it. How excited these kids are, but Ryan doesn't necessarily feel the same way. Well, I mean, I play along. Like when they, when I'm opening the gift, they got me like, I'm a, I act happy and, oh, thank, and, and grateful. And it's cool that they picked this out for me. And like when, they got me the ceramic mushroom or <laughs> the fake paper aquarium with a light in it mm-hmm. from 1979. Like I'm, I, I act very grateful. It's just that now I got to store that freaking thing on my dresser for the next five years. So we're in the car and Ryan is kind of trying to drag his feet. Dane had a basketball game at 10. Elf Project is done at. 12 we're 25 minutes from home so we get done with basketball and everyone wants to jet down there right away so we leave right away and ryan keeps saying this well, isn't I, a good idea i just wanted to make sure in case somebody wanted to stop and grab like to eat if they if they'd rather eat you know just 
didn't want anybody shopping on an empty tummy. <coughs> well, they didn't want to eat. They wanted to rush down there. And Ryan kept saying under his breath, this isn't a good idea. This isn't a good idea. And then crew out of the back says. I don't remember. Dad, where is that aquarium that I got you? And Ryan right. looks at me and says, I told you this wasn't a good idea. And where is that? I can't right keep now? all that stuff forever. Yeah. I don't know. Where... I mean, forever. You had it for a few years. Yeah. So where do you think it's at now? I'll never tell. <laughs> I have no idea. Did we get rid of it? We did not. Hmm. Hmm. Well, if crew ever asks, I'll tell them it's in storage. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck with that. He probably would have liked that back in his room, but I mean, that was thoughtful. I'm not 100% sure what the reasoning was behind that, that he got that. I don't remember. What was the reasoning behind the ceramic mushroom? Know, these, they're like four and five-year-olds going down into a basement of a church and shopping for the first time in their life. God knows what's going through their brains. Well, the first time Dane shopped, for you, he bought you a pair of women's gloves. That did not fit. Well, they were women's, so you're right. But they were blue, and he got them for you because you were unable to find some gloves. So, and some hand warmers. Yeah. I almost... I've always act, acted grateful. I mean, I've never like, tr like broke their heart. Like they're happy to get somebody a gift, and then I tell, I basically act like I don't like it. Right. Let's actually let's practice right now because I know what you sound like when you open the gift to them, and I know exactly what's going through your head. So let's practice that right now. So here I am. This, this is not going to be authentic. Well. It might not be, but if your voice sounds the same as it normally does, and then you hear it, maybe, maybe you're going to step it up a notch. Okay. So I'm Crewardane. You're going to, you have your present and you're going to open it. So go ahead, open your gift. Which one is it? The, the mushroom or the aquarium? <laughs> Surprised me. Oh, wow. Hey, thanks for the mushroom. I mean, look at the paint job on this thing orange and yellow and the brown stem i mean somebody really put some the craftsmanship on this thing is like second to none do you really okay you are trying really hard right now because there's absolutely what no way a ceramic freaking mushroom sarah i don't know <laughs> you definitely didn't go into that much detail i think you oh I want, I literally want to open these gifts tomorrow because I want to see what you get. And I want to see, I, obviously I'm getting jewelry. I always get jewelry. Yeah. So, but some of the jewelry makes me break out a little bit. And well, which is, but that's perfectly fine. Cause all you do is put it in your six foot tall by three foot wide jewelry box. And you never have to look at it again, but I got to have an aquarium and a mushroom on my dresser for nine years. And then I got too, and then I got stuff all over my dresser, and all of a sudden stuff disappears because we're running out of room. But all of a sudden I'm the bad guy, but Sarah's got the jewelry tucked in the back of the jewelry box for no one ever has to look at. Ryan, I actually wear those flag earrings every Fourth of July. Once a year, they see daylight once a year. Well, if I went to other patriotic events, I would be sure to wear them. But the Fourth of July is really. I mean, obviously, it's our it's our thing that I wear them on that time. Okay, so 
We have four Christmases this year. And four? Four. And three of them will be held no, at have, our home. No, we have three. We have four Christmases. I only know of three. Mm, name them. Um, my Hager. I don't know. The Herringer side of the family. Mm-hmm. Saturday. Okay. That's the 18th. And your family comes to our house on Christmas Eve. Which they have for this will be the ninth year. And then on Christmas Day, we go to your brother's. Mm-hmm. And then I'm retired for 363 days. <laughs> but you're not. Because who else have we not had a Christmas with? That we're supposed to be <laughs> that we're supposed to be doing on the 26th. I just found out today. And as soon as I heard the 26th, I was like, oh, Ryan is going to be... But I thought maybe you knew. My dad and Scotty. Mm -hmm. So that's supposed to be on the 26th. That's not like a big to-do, though. That's pretty low-key. Mm, no, I agree. You can handle that. Yep. But that is three days back-to-back -back of Christmas. It's a little much. That's a lot. It's difficult because it's like literally at the end of it, your kids are just opening gifts to open gifts. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because they get so many things. They're... I'm grateful, but I don't want them to be ungrateful. So Ryan has taken the lead on what we're going to eat. And so for the first Christmas, our theme is barbecue. Barbecue. So your first theme was chili. And I didn't like that theme because I didn't think that was Christmassy enough. So I, I respect the barbecue. But, one. Uh, even though it is award winning chili. What award did it win? First place in your heart, in your mind, where did it win first place? At my office. Is this... There was a lot of people. Define a lot. I bet there was eight to 10 contestants. Oh, and how many judges? How many people tried the chili? I think there was maybe five judges. Were you a back-to-back -back champion? No. Oh. More like a last to first kind of. Thing. Oh, that is true. Yeah, you've you've had two competitions for chili at work, and I've won fifty percent of them. <laughs> and you've lost fifty percent of them. Yeah, I remember you. I mean, this is a this is not regarding Christmas, but you were very upset that you yeah. were the last person in that chili contest. Yeah, I took last. Mm -hmm. Out of how many people at that time? How many contestants? Probably same number, eight to ten. What made, why do you think your chili was so not good? I have no idea. I think someone had it out for me. <laughs> However, you super upped your game now with chili. Like to the point, like you're asking me to slice and dice things. And I'm like, no, I think you got this. You it's put a lot of work. It's a lot of work. We, and just so you know, us here, like your old original chili. So you don't have to do that shock and awe with us. It's but. better with that. No, it's good. So okay. I choose my two secret ingredients, apple cider vinegar. Oh, you're sharing it. No, I'm just saying two. No, apple cider vinegar and French dressing. Oh. Don't knock it. Interesting. <laughs> um, okay, so your award-winning chili, your one award. Just, just to clarify, what was the name of the award that you got? Or what was the name of the competition? 
Sarah, it's a chili contest. Okay, I didn't know if there. I didn't. I just wanted to make sure that we I gave mean, what, props to those who deserve it. Second annual Robinson Lake chili contest. Okay, I did not think that chili was Christmassy enough. I'm all for a chili bar for a birthday, for a Super Bowl party. I would never in my life have a Super Bowl party, even if the Vikings were in the Super Bowl, because I truly like to watch the Super Bowl. Well, so yeah, if the Vikings ever make it, that'd be the last time I'd ever. That'd right. Be a little... But I just said that because since we love them so much, I will never have a Super Bowl party. It's just a little too stressful for me. But let's say you're watching football. You could probably say I'm never going to have a Super Bowl party. <laughs> so Vikings are never going to be in it. So you know, I don't think like that. Like I'm, I still have a glimpse of hope. It's that Vikings magic, like the Christmas magic. I have that for the Vikings, but I love your chili. I love the chili bar idea. I just didn't think it was a good idea for Christmas. You were kind of offended by that, but you came up with the barbecue idea, which is great. But Ryan usually takes things to the next level. So I have these really beautiful snowflake plates that I love to use. And I really dote on them and I really can't use them a lot. You know, I can only use them during the winter months, right? Or I'm supposed to because it has snowflakes. But I bring them out for special occasions all around the year because I love these plates. Unfortunately, they did not make the list, uh, the invite list to the How many people Christmas. have eaten barbecue off of a snowflake dish? No, none. They, that nobody, is a good point. Nobody raised their hand. Okay, that is unique. That would be something unique. So would chili like a snowflake. So, so would chili for Christmas. A snowflake is unique, and eating off a snowflake plate would be unique. Wouldn't be the same. So instead, I had to go on the old Amazon today and order. What did you need for this Christmas? Um, I needed baskets. Plastic baskets, like you'd get at like a Tasty Freeze. I already have the peach paper that goes inside of them put the paper to put the food on mm -hmm. we needed a red and white tablecloth i didn't buy that why am i just finding out about this now i thought you got it i didn't get it i asked you what size our table was you told me that you were super busy so you had no time to answer me um you told me you needed it to fit the table so i didn't i didn't get one and i'm told that you can get those in a roll one of my patients told me that today, but I was pretty sure you needed a nice cloth one. And I said, oh, plastic isn't going to cut it for him. No, uh, it's just plastic would work fine. I don't think we'll get it now. Because then I can throw it's it away when late. I'm done. It's nothing I want to store. How long have you stored that peach paper? A year. Never use that, huh? Just waiting for the just right time. Maybe run. Good. I hope that turns out well for you. We also, I also bought plastic contain like the disposable plastic containers for the side dishes because he had to have certain specific side dishes so ryan decided we're gonna have barbecue and cornbread that's what we're gonna make and what were the side dishes that so you we're needed? gonna have pulled pork brisket oh two meats and cornbread and a bean dish and vinegar-based coleslaw <laughs> And then dessert will be a sweet potato pie. And also a potato salad. And you I, don't, I don't think we need to. That's it's too much. Okay. And more, then more than three sides is just too much. Okay. Well, then you're going to need to contact people and tell them not to bring anything. That's fine. 
what was funny about the side dishes is that he came up with the barbecue and I was fine with that. And so I was going to email, I was going to text everyone and he did not want me to text everyone because he needed to think about the side dishes. So we're sitting in the sauna and I said, what are your side dishes? And he said, well, what goes with barbecue? And I said, coleslaw. And he said, vinegar based coleslaw. And it's kind of a joke now. Like I tell a lot of my patients this because you, that's pretty. Yeah, I'm a vinegar fan. Like I like vinegar on salad. I like vinegar. I like, I put, that's what I, I put it in my chili. Oh, you do. Do you, with the cold, we asked for potato salad. Did you want the Germany potato salad or the mayonnaise one? You never, I mean. Either or. But now you yeah. don't want it at all. So I just, I mean, if you got cornbread, you got potato salad, you got beans. Well, what else was it? You had two different kinds of beans. You had a green bean and then you wanted your mom to no, make a baked five making, bean dish. I was dish. making like the five bean thing. And then you you said green beans. I don't need the green beans. Well, if you want a famous day, it's green beans is on the menu. So I was or, just trying so to... the other bean. This isn't famous days. <coughs> this isn't just frozen meat pulled out of a freezer and then heated up before they put it on your tray. Wow. That, those are big words coming from someone who wants to go there when we're in Bismarck. And all of us say no. For most of my life, we never had good authentic barbecue in North Dakota, but now we do. We've stepped up our game. I will say Ryan is a good cook. And besides Nashville, I haven't had barbecue better than Ryan's. I haven't. That's a nice compliment. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you want to go to barbecue restaurants and I say no, it is not because I want to hurt your feeling that you have. It is because I don't really like their food. So you like my barbecue? Yeah. Should we make it special by seeing if we could burn your wicker chair for smoke <laughs> for the meat? No. It could be like you accepting it like the Holy Ghost at church. <laughs> no. Stop. The wicker chair is sitting here enjoying this conversation until right now. In fact, they probably it probably felt like it was part of the group. They were probably happy to do something like that. It would not be happy to burn. Wouldn't. Put it that way. <laughs> it likes when like a cat just snuggles up on it or never it ha- gets brought happens. up in a... Yes, it does. Sir, it's in a basement with the door that shut. I have pictures of cats in that. Speaking of, we're on the Christmas theme. This is a cherished treasure of mine. What is another cherished treasure that I have? And I will... And obviously oh, it's Christmas related. Your ceramic tree. Yes. With the lights that don't work. Right. And is the top broke off? It's not broken off. No. What well, isn't something isn't something broken on it? There's nothing broken on it. There is some missing. So it is a ceramic tree that my aunt made in probably 1967. Time out made it. How does she make a ceramic tree with all those lights that don't work? Okay. Did she paint it? Yes. Okay, she didn't make it. She painted it. She could have fired up the kiln. They had a ceramics club in town and she painted it and it is beautiful. And I will, I will put a picture. Ryan, A, it's from 1967, way older than you. And it's missing some bulbs. Wait, did you say 1967? Yeah. It's kind of a special year to me. Mm, is it? Maybe I like that tree a little more now. Do you? Hmm. Why is that? What year is Shelly? Yeah, your precious little relic out there. 
So Ryan got, we haven't even discussed that. Ryan bought himself a, a classic car and it's from 1967. So now as we can't even look at that car sometimes because he's afraid that our eyesight might hurt that car. But yet you wanted to throw no, no. that tree away for years. No, it's because I've, I've had three boys now for uh, a total of let's just round and say 10 years. And I've had vehicles that have all been dinged up, scratched up, dented up from bike handles, from scooters, from all that. And I just don't feel like that happening to I agree. the car. That, that would, that would not be good. Would it, would that be good? Yeah, if that no, happened? I'm, not, I'm done with this because you're going to say something. I'm just hurtful. saying, I'm not going to say anything hurtful, but you are very attached to a car from 1967. Who owned that before you? Was that your grandpa's car or your grandma's? I haven't done the research. <laughs> Did anyone, you know, own that car before you? Probably not. Hmm. But yet it's just, you just cherish that little red car, don't you? What are you going to ride the Christmas tree, Sarah? <laughs> no, I'm not going to ride the Christmas tree. I bring the Christmas tree out for one month a year. Otherwise it's in the Christmas it closet. Work. It doesn't work because it's from 1967, Ryan, and it needs some electrical work done on it. And I have asked you to do that. I do. Can you not do electrical? Okay. I'm not the greatest electrical person, but, but I mean, it's an electrical cord. Yeah, I could probably figure it out, but things a fire hazard. It's a fire hazard now because it's held together with electrical tape and it looks like a fire hazard, but I think you could fix it. And Brianne was here the other day. And as she was walking out, she freaked out over the carolers and that tree because it was so beautiful. Would she be interested in buying this stuff? <laughs> Brianne, <laughs> make you a deal. No, she does not want that. But it's the type of tree that has the holes and it has the little plastic lights in it. And I was at Hobby Lobby and now they have like the new, you know, like the actual manufactured ones that have no sentimental meaning whatsoever. People who have a heart like that kind of stuff. Maybe you should take that stuff on. Maybe you should grab it and go to like the antique roadshow. I'm not getting, I'm not getting rid of this stuff. You ever watched antique roadshow? not recently, but I've seen the show. Maybe it's worth a lot of money. It is priceless to me. Maybe you could get money for it and sell it like a double positive. I don't want to do that. Now it comes with carolers. So there's carolers with it. And they were born in like 1965, which she painted. I mean, even the pretty red lips. And then we had this big, beautiful tree. The carolers have a lamppost. The top of the lamppost was broke. I, maybe even before I got it. But she even has written on the bottom in her handwriting on those carolers for Sarah. That, because she that's how much I love those as a small child. And she passed away in 2005. So I didn't know it had your name on it. I guess there's a lot you don't know about these Christmas relics. You thought the top was broke. It's not. It's just missing the star because it's old. Um, so do you think you could try to fix this stuff? Because it would it it would be a Christmas miracle. You know, I, I definitely think I could. But, you know, one of the things about this year is I apparently have four Christmases. So I'm a little tied up. <laughs> maybe maybe for 2022. Well, they don't start for two days. So you have Friday, but don't you think it would just set maybe 
if we had the lights on and you know it's on top of the piano it's a nice little area it would we'd really look like we really decorated for christmas if that was lit up yeah i don't know if we'll be able to find the parts you know supply chain is a little stressed mm. you sure can find the parts for that car though that was someone's in california that's neither here nor there I'm looking forward to Christmas. What is the number one thing you're looking forward to for Christmas? What's the number one thing I'm looking forward to for Christmas? Do not say when it's over. I'm going to say that. Jeez. I'll probably uh, sitting and eating and drinking with family. That is precious. And um, what do you think about this? Most of my patients that... I poll because I like to talk to my patients. I don't like, I don't like silence much. Most of my patients do not buy gifts for their spouses and their spouses don't buy gifts for them. Like when you say most, like give me a percentage of people that do not buy gifts for each other. Eight out of 10. You're shitting me. No. 80%. We're in the 20%. Mm-hmm. That's boring. Right. And then sometimes I feel selfish because when I'm asked, I'm like, oh yeah. And, and the reason I'm a, if any of you are listening, I'm not mocking any of you. Like I'm fine, but I'm always surprised at how many people say no. And I tell people that I'm always surprised by that, but they say that whatever we want, we go and buy ourselves or uh, other people say we're too old to buy each other presents or we don't need anything. We have so much stuff already. All of them I can see as legit reasons. However, I think they're cop outs. Really? Yeah. Why? I, I I enjoy giving you gifts more than I like receiving gifts. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, part of what you said, if I when I want something, I usually go and get it. But I don't I don't just go buy everything, but I mean, if I want something bad enough, I'll just go get it myself. I don't like wait for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I get that, but I enjoy buying you a gift because I like seeing the look on your face when you open it. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way. That's why like a lot of times I get you a gift and then I can't wait until like, if I get you your birthday gift, Mm -hmm. you usually end up opening it two days early. Yeah. Not because I'm like, just open it. Just open it. You are. Or like my engagement ring. You gave that to me almost immediately. Yeah, I proposed earlier than what I was planning because I, yep. I don't want to figure I have it. I might as well give it. Mm-hmm. No, I really enjoy when you buy me gifts too because there's usually a meaning behind them. And actually you did two nights ago. You already gave me one of my Christmas gifts. Like, Yeah, I feel like if you, I don't know, whatever, teach, teach, teach their own, but I no, feel like I I'm missing out. I do too because I do like to buy you gifts. However, sometimes you are a little more hard to buy for because... I maybe do talk a little more than you. And so, you know, the random different things I like. So last year you even bought me a murder mystery book and that was cool because I was, that was really my jam last year. Mm-hmm. I stepped back a little on that because, you know, I would try to talk to you. Well, because it was getting to be a little much. Well, it was, I mean, you'd walk in and you'd hear this podcast and you were like, ah, so some pretty dark stuff it you know it, it was dark and, and I tend to be more of a positive gal but I like to buy you things too last year you really didn't give me any ideas so I ended up buying this Traeger grill and then that was kind of a pain because I couldn't obviously load it up and I was gonna need a truck and I was gonna need someone to tie it down and so you did get that a little early but I like buying gifts for you and 
you like buying gifts. So that's why I think like when they say that, I'm like, really, there's nothing small, like a book or like a tea or that there's nothing that you want to give each other. That just surprises me or a massage or a pet. Like there's so many random things that you could give someone. But yeah, do you, do you, most of the people, you know, buy for their spouse or do you not have these conversations? I don't, don't have these conversations. I, I suppose don't, you don't, don't poll ask. people like no, I do. No, no. Yeah. You're really not in that. But I mean, if you want to know what somebody wants for a gift or what somebody could use or need, I mean, all you got to do is just listen a little bit. People say all the time stuff they think would be cool to have or something that they'd like or something they might be interested in. You just got to open your ears for a little bit. It's true. I really dropped the ball on those plastic baskets. I should have gotten those for you for Christmas because you've talked about those a lot. Yeah. And you probably would have liked that. However, you wouldn't have gotten them in time really, but I do feel like I dropped the ball on that. Um, last but not least, one of my favorite things about Christmas is getting and sending Christmas cards. I love Christmas cards. And this year we had our Christmas cards done in September. Um, we had them printed and all ready to go because I was going to learn calligraphy this year because I thought that would make my envelopes look really fancy but I didn't. So unfortunately, if you received a Christmas card, I apologize. There was no calligraphy, but stay tuned because maybe next year, but you're a good sport with the Christmas card. I know it's not high on your to-do list, but I appreciate it. You like getting them. Everybody in this house pretty much understands that when you're taking the uh, Christmas family Christmas picture, it's basically a holiday for you. It really is. Thanks for participating. We had some fun colors this year. We had boys in pink. Breck uh, even said how cool he looked. He had a hot pink shirt, so he was pretty cute. Um, but I do, like I said, you do like reading Christmas cards. So yeah, I like I like seeing all the I like looking at all the pictures, all the ones we get in the mail. I don't mm. like reading them. We haven't gotten any to read. I just like looking at them. Yeah. We've gotten some nice ones this year. So thank you to the, whoever has sent a Christmas card because we do enjoy them. And no, we don't judge you if you don't send them. Cause I've had a few people say, Oh, I'm not sending them this year. Don't be mad. And I said, okay, well then send mine back, but I'm totally, totally kidding. <laughs> All right, Ryan, I think this will be a Merry Christmas. I'm very excited to, to have this Christmas with the boys. Cause they, they really do add a lot of magic to the Christmas season. Thanks for listening to the Fast Lane with Sarah Jane podcast. If you like what you hear, share the podcast and hit the subscribe button so you get updates on all new episodes. And we truly love feedback, so ratings and reviews are appreciated.